Welcome everybody to Wrestling with Stooges. I'm your host, Oscar Rendon, and joined always by uh, the spirit of Halloween, the spirit of Thanksgiving, and now the spirit of Christmas. Happy holidays, <laughs> motherfuckers. <laughs> Jolly old Saint Nick. <laughs> Tim Roth. You've all been on the naughty list. <laughs> Motherfucker in his jammies. <laughs> It's a special edition of the Stooges, guys. The holiday- you can't see me, but I am in my jams. The holiday jammies? I can't even <laughs> say it with a straight face. As Oscar said before, you guys didn't hear him say this, before we went live, you know, dad life. A dad life, took my Took my kid on the Polar Express downtown St. Louis. Hell yeah. Um, it's pretty cool. Never been. Because <laughs> guess what? I don't got no kids. <laughs> Someday. There's still time. Yeah, maybe. We'll see. When I'm 40, I'll have kids. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'll be 30 next year, so giving myself a decade. Another decade. <laughs> Another decade. Get my shit together. <laughs> you, know, you know what they say, 30 is the new 20. <laughs> a decade might even not even be long enough for you to get your shit together. Probably. Who knows? Who knows? But, uh, oh, man. So, what are we talking about this week? So much happened in this week's uh, wrestling I feel like a lot of things are happening just weekly, on a weekly basis. On a weekly basis, yeah. Things are always progressing and heating up. Um, always. Let's just let's just get right into the uh, the CM Punk Seth Rollins confrontation. Segment. So, <clears throat> CM Punk comes out, signs officially signs with Raw, which we kind of saw coming, and then all of a sudden, Seth Rollins comes out, and we finally get that face to face, and. It was a holy shit moment. Like you could hear the crowd as soon as they kept they kept the face off going for like a good at least a good sixty seconds and people were just amped for it, man. Like I was just sitting there watching, I'm like, is this really happening right now? Yeah. Um But it was it kinda reminded me it gave me like Rock Austin type energy or like Brett Sean. It was just um the whole thing was just fire and exciting, and I'm just I'm so ready for this program. Yeah, it's gonna be a bit before we get it officially. <clears throat> you know, uh, for me, I I liked it. Um, I I didn't I wasn't able to watch it live, but I watched a YouTube video and they cut some stuff out that Punk said. So I had to watch the full segment again. And watching the full segment, uh, it made me go, ooh, like, they're cooking. They're, they really know what they're doing. Like, for all the people who have – there are a lot of people out there who are saying that uh, they've, they've ruined this uh, by, by not having Seth come out the first night. And interrupting Punk, they've said that they've ruined it by not having Seth come out on SmackDown to con- to confront CM Punk. And what did I say? That things that CM Punk said in his first promo were going to be brought up by Seth Rollins. The I'm home. And then the and the part where he said I'm I've changed. Seth brought that up in, in his in his promo in his confrontation with CM Punk. He's like, uh, we'll see if you've changed, you know? Like he's we're, people who thought that that was a throwaway promo, that that was just like a whatever promo, bro. It was it was planting the seeds, bro. Setting setting the table if you wanna right. if you wanna get tribal with it. Well, the funny thing is, like, there are people out there that 
have been saying that by, um, yeah, Seth should have come out the first night he was there. But now there's also people saying that they should have waited for this even, like, past the Rumble or, like, right after the Rumble for this to happen. And I kind of thought about that, too. But, like, I've ar- like, we've already been waiting for this. As soon as Punk came back at Survivor Series and we saw the whole off-the-air stuff with Seth Rollins, like, like we kind of wanted it right away. So that what they were doing was just giving us a taste, just a little preview of what's to come in the coming months you know, Royal Rumble season, WrestleMania season. Um, now there's still plenty of time. Things could obviously change, but they wanted to let you know, like, this is what we're planning. This is the match that um, is probably on the cards for WrestleMania. So I'm glad it happened. Yeah, I, I didn't want to wait any longer. I, 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 I myself, I just, I just wanted a taste of what what's to come. Yeah, I mean, this was the right moment. And I think I said it last week. I'm not 100% sure, but I'm pretty sure I said it, that I had a feeling that Seth was going to come out. If there was a time for Seth to come out, it was going to be during CM Punk's decision on whether he was going to go to Raw or SmackDown. And I want to say I said that he would come out and be like, be like, if you really want to prove yourself, stay on Raw. Something like that. Uh, it didn't go that way. It didn't go down that way. They actually went a different way, but but basically the whole thing was still the same. Like Seth basically was like, "I don't care where you go, stay on Raw, you know, and uh, I'll expose you. you." You know, it doesn't matter. Like, but he said everything we wanted him to say, and for for me, I think Seth kind of came out on top on this on this confrontation as far as like he he unloaded a lot and punk kind of just took it with a smile you know that with that CM Punk grin of his and uh but I, I felt like I knew like as soon as Seth's promo was over I knew what CM Punk was gonna say I knew he was gonna say this is the last time I'll let you talk to me that way because the next time you want a pipe bomb <laughs> I'll give you a pipe bomb you know, and I still feel like at some point CM Punk's going to bring up the fact that uh, that 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 Seth Rollins on his own is like a is a, he's a WrestleMania night one main event, but with him there, night two we're closing out the weekend something like because I feel like I don't know how and it depends how the story goes if CM Punk wins and chooses Rollins, I think Rollins and and Punk are the stronger story. That I don't care if Roman Reigns is the longest reigning champ. If his story isn't as strong, it, it ain't it ain't main event in night one or night two. I, I agree, and I think uh, I said that a week or two ago, um, before this even went down, and then I especially thought it after this after the fact. Like there should be an argument made for Punk and Rollins to main event night two because it's personal it's more interesting to me like you said like roman reigns and his title run that could end on night one but the more personal feud is seth rollins and cm punk and i just think it could go either way like i could see them main eventing the second night of wrestlemania yeah i think i think that's if if by the time we get to, I want to say, like maybe like a month, 
three weeks before Mania, and the strongest story is Punk and Seth. That's that's your night too. That's your that's your closer. You know that's to me that's the that's the, the one that you close with because I think if Cody wins uh, against Roman, and I'm sure they'll do a great job telling the story, but we've kind of seen this story before. So they would just be retreading what they did last year, you know? And while I like Cody and I like Roman, if you're retreading the same story and I don't, and, and Seth and CM Punk are kind of beating you as far as like reactions, views online, like all this stuff, I'm like, give me Seth and Punk night two. You know, that's that's your main event. I don't care who, what anybody else says. I don't care. Look, Roman hasn't been here for a couple months, a couple weeks. I don't, know, I, don't know how, I don't know how long it's been. Let's see. It was like early November was uh, Crown Jewel. So early November, mm-hmm. December. He hasn't been there for like a couple weeks. It's clear that Roman Reigns doesn't drive ticket sales, <laughs> you know? So the argument of him being the main event because he's the longest reigning champion or because he moves the needle, he moves uh, tickets or whatever, or he gets people in seats, that's not true because he, he hasn't been there. And, like, the least interesting thing right now is the universal title at this point. Like, unfortunately, and I don't mean to say that in a negative way because I love Randy and we know he gets his title shot at Rumble. Um I think he said that on SmackDown. I want to say he said that, mm-hmm. but I'm pretty sure, yeah, he's getting it at the Rumble. And I love Randy, but unfortunately, it's the same thing. Randy ain't ending that reign. <laughs> I do want to talk about that. You know, we'll get to it. Yeah. But um, but when when a feud is so, or not a feud, but when when something is, is so certain and you add things to it, like like it it makes it uninteresting. So the uni- universal title right now. Uninteresting. World Heavyweight Championship just got a little bit more interesting. Yeah. Drew McIntyre, he's making that shit interesting too. Right now, the most interesting thing is the World Heavyweight title because we don't know if Damian Priest is going to cash in. We don't know if Drew McIntyre might win it at day one Raw. Uh, Or if he doesn't win it, what's going to happen? Rollins, like there's so... And then CM Punk. Right now, the most interesting title. Who would have thunk it? (laughs) I think Seth Rollins even said that in an interview. Like... He he said something to the effect of like I think more people are interested to see who takes the title off of him as opposed to who takes the title off of Roman Reigns because Seth is doing so much more with the world title right now, defending it on Raws, showing up every week, which is all you could ask for. And um yeah, I'm just I, I don't really care what Roman's really doing yeah. nowadays. And that's the thing too, it's like for as much as sh- for as much shit as people get, especially like guys like Triple H back in the day, it's like at least Triple H was there every week when he was champ. Like, like, and he do- the dude was literally married to the boss's daughter. He could have been like, you know, what? I'm taking a month off. No kidding. You know, I can, I can, I can prolong this reign. I can make it longer. You know, but he <laughs> you did. Know, it. Dad, I'm taking off. <laughs> yeah, but no, he he showed up every week. He was always the champ. You know, um, he was always doing stuff with the title. He was always there. You know, and. That's what made it interesting was was people ch- chasing after the champion. If the champion ain't there, it's almost as if you don't got a champion. It's almost as if SmackDown's only champion right now is Logan Paul. You know? Yeah, right. Hell, even Logan Paul was there. 
last week or a couple weeks ago. You know, that's one more appearance that Roman has had in the last since Crown Jewel because they both competed at Crown Jewel. That's true. So uh, the fact that Logan Paul came back before Roman, <laughs> that should say something. I want to go. I want to talk about this promo for a second because talk to me. I like I like Seth Rollins. I'm a big fan of Seth Rollins. I don't think he's been the best at promos over the years. Like he's he's fine. He's whatever. But something about this one with CM Punk, like you could just feel the passion and the energy that he gave off of this promo because it was real. Like everything that he said was real and true about CM Punk. And I went back and watched it a few times because I was just so like invested in like all of it, every word that he said. And it just it just made me so ready for Royal Rumble and WrestleMania because I know this is clearly where they're going. This is the match that I want to see. Like, I'm just, I'm pumped for this, man. Yeah, you're right. Like, Seth has never been a great promo. So, like, I've, I don't want to say I've never been invested in any of Seth's feuds, but, like, tell me, like, a memorable Seth feud. I can't really give you one. Um, I, like, I don't know, but I, I will go on record in saying, like, this is the promo of his career, I think, so far, Yeah, I would say. I would say so, too. Guess what the common denominator is? <laughs> CM Punk. <laughs> you know? He brings out the best in everybody, whether you want to admit it or not. That's, that's, just, the, that's just the truth, you know? Um, like, for me, looking at that promo, it just showed... The to me it showed the level of uh of I don't I don't say it, like but it just showed to me that when CM Punk's around your level has got to be up here it's got to be a, a grade up you know you gotta you gotta upgrade yourself because CM Punk can run circles around you on the microphone and like CM Punk can sell a match but you gotta also be able to sell that match you know and that's something that when you go back and look at CM Punk's run in AEW. I was more invested in the MJF CM Punk feud than I was the Adam Page CM Punk feud or even the John Moxley CM Punk feud, you know, and it's because MJF can hold himself, can hold, um, you know, can, can, can hold, can keep up with CM Punk on the microphone. And to me, while I like Seth, I'm a fan of Seth, to me, his what's the word at the end of the day when people say i'm home or this is my home i don't believe it it's all about money it's all about selfish reasons you know and like to me if i were if i were punk like uh, like in storyline wise i would bring up the fact that your wife main evented wrestlemania before you did i'd be like i'd be like i know you like this is how alike they are. Seeing Punk would be like, I know you. Like, you're just like me. You want a main event at WrestleMania. You look at Roman and you go, why him? Same as I did. When Seeing Punk can kind of parallel, again, like I said last week, Seeing Punk can parallel everything with Seth Rollins. He's like, look, like, I know that it eats you up inside. When you go to bed at night and you look at your wife, you're not thinking about, oh, that's my beautiful wife. You're thinking, that's the person that beat me to the main event at WrestleMania. 
you know that's going to be brought up. That that's why this promo was done the way it was. It was basically a one sided promo. Yeah. Seth got everything out. He won that battle. CM Punk didn't really have much of a rebuttal other than you know that's your one shot. Next time you better be ready. And th- they're just keeping it. They're keeping it cooking because you know there's more coming. Yeah. And yep. Punk is. Uh, He's an easy bake oven, bro. He's going to explode on you. <laughs> it's only a matter of time before that ding goes off. And, and all that shit you just mentioned, I, I guarantee you, because we basically write this show. Raw knows. Raw's, they're listening to us. The pr- <laughs> this stuff is going to come up in those promos <laughs> later on. They know. They, they listen to the Stooges. They're going to bring it up. And that's, I mean, I would bring it up. I'd be like, dude, like, like if I were Punk and you were Seth Rollins and we had to come up with this story, even even if we don't see eye to eye on a lot of things, I'd be like, I'd be like, dude, what if I brought up the fact that your wife, you know, beat you to to the punch for WrestleMania? Like that'll that'll make the fans go, ooh, like uh, like like right now. And this is this is how, and I, I hate to take it back to to AEW, but like this is how business is done. Two people. Don't see eye to eye. Don't like each other. Working it, working, working it out. At least for the sake of the program, to build towards WrestleMania. Right now, CM Punk and Seth Rollins are carrying, are are picking up the fumbled football. If you want to get metaphor, they're picking up the ball where AEW dropped it. I absolutely, I absolutely yeah. agree, and. What I really like about this is, and I hope they don't really change anything, because they're, they're two baby faces, right? Yeah. So, Cy, there's gonna it's going to be split. Like, you could already tell on Raw, like, it was kind of 50-50. Like, people were, you know, singing Seth's song, chanting for CM Punk. Like, people like Seth. Whether they sing his song or not, like, he's, he's kind of a fan favorite in my eyes. Especially because, if you think about it, there's new fans now. Like when CM Punk left ten years ago, people may have not started watching WWE until after that point, and they got invested in Seth, and they've been fans of Seth all these years. And he's probably got as many loyal fans as Punk does. Yeah. And what I like about it is that it it goes back. It takes me back to like Rock and Austin from like '01. They were two like top red hot baby faces until after WrestleMania when Austin turned heel that year. Like they were like it was split. People didn't know who to choose, and it kind of makes it exciting. Yeah, because battle lines are drawn. <laughs> like I don't know who to like. I like both guys. Households I, are split yeah. up. <laughs> this is <laughs> this is what divorces are made yeah. out of. <laughs> you know, get your attorneys ready because <laughs> you'll be you'll be taking fifty fifty. Um, it's to me. I think the what I've what I've enjoyed about this is a lot of it isn't even in the ring or even between Punk and Seth. It's all between the the internet and, and, and wrestling fans. It's like, and this is why I laugh when people say that they should have waited. Like, like you said, people say, oh, they should have waited till before or a little bit after the Rumble. Like, this is the perfect time. Like, CM Punk, Seth made it known. Hey, look, I don't like you. A lot of people in the in the back don't like you, and uh, I'm just letting you know right now, like whatever you do, you don't want to cross me, you know. And that's it. Like that's all they have to do. You know, they don't have to start a program immediately. 
But see, but Seth Rollins is basically letting him know, hey, I'm letting you stay here in my house, Monday Night Rollins, whatever you want to call it. And CM Punk gradually is gonna take over, you know. And to me, the fun the fun part of it all is that I think people are, like you said, are gonna start drawing battle lines. In the sand, line in the sand. How, what's that? What's that uh, evolution, evolution song? Uh, evolution is a mystery. mystery. Something, something. something. <laughs> so, I don't know, but <laughs> I think John line in the sand. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> Trying to do my best, Lenny. <laughs> um, but uh, but to me, it's it's teasing what's to come if it ever comes. Like that's I think that's the brilliant part is that. CM Punk even said, he said, maybe I'll come after you. Chose his words very carefully. He didn't say, I'm coming after you. He said, maybe. Because CM Punk's also a very smart man. And and storyline-wise, he's like, what's going to get me the main event of WrestleMania? Is it going to be Seth or is it going to be Roman? You know? It's true. And to me, and look, this is the one thing that should be a foregone conclusion, but if Punk wins the Rumble and the and the thing is he gets the main event of WrestleMania for the world championship, whichever championship he chooses, he gets the main event. You don't give him night one. You give him night two. Guess who got night two? Cody got night two. He won the Rumble. Who won the Rumble uh, before Brock. Cody? Brock. Brock, night two. Who, uh, won the, who won the Rumble before Brock? Edge. Edge. Night two. Night two. Who won the Rumble before Edge? Drew. Night two. That's when they that's when they had two nights. I think. I think isn't that when the pandemic happened, they they, they decided to do two nights? Two yeah. nights. Yeah, because the first night was uh I think Taker and AJ's cinematic match or whatever it was. Yeah. And then it's funny that you bring up these main events because twenty nineteen was the year Seth won. But he wasn't the main event. He opened the show against Brock. Yeah. You remember that one? Yeah. So that's kind of an interesting little detail there. Um, but yeah, like the, 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 the one who wins the Rumble should be the very, very last match, night two. Yeah. And so, first of all, if Punk chooses Seth, if that match is not night two in the main event, what you're telling people is that championship doesn't mean as much as this championship. And by this championship, I mean the universal title. You're saying that the World Heavyweight Championship doesn't matter as much as the universal title. And by proxy, you're saying Seth Rollins isn't as good or deserving as Roman Reigns is. So you, you got a pickle. WWE's in a pickle right now. If Punk wins the Rumble and he chooses Seth, by not putting him by not putting that match as the main event even though a lot of people are like don't give punk the main event or he's going to be the main event of night 1 WWE has got a a pickle in that if they don't put it in night 2 that says a whole lot more about Seth Rollins than it does about CM Punk like you don't think Seth Rollins can be night 2 cuz we know CM Punk could be a night 2 main event Anytime. 
But you really don't think Seth Rollins deserves a night two last match at WrestleMania, like the last match of WrestleMania? The interesting thing is his contract comes up, uh, I think, next summer. Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch's contracts both come up in June, I believe, is what I read. Yeah. So if I was WWE, I don't feel like Seth would go anywhere else, but you never know. I mean, what have we seen so far this year? I mean, anything's possible. Right. You know? Yeah. Like, right now, WWE's like, hey, we want you to stay. We, we like you. You're, you're great help. Let's, you know, let's make you the main event. You know? If you think about it, Roman Reigns is, like, on his way out. Like he's, he's already part-time now. He's barely around. Uh, he probably won't be around for another few, like, three. I don't know what his contract situation is, but I guarantee you, like, in three years from now, he's, he's not going to be in WWE. He's going to be transitioning out, I'm sure. But, yeah, I agree with every, everything you just said there. Like, as much as I want to see CM Punk in the main event, I also want to see Seth in the main event. So, kill two birds with one stone right there. Boom. Exactly. And that's what I'm saying. Like, the, the, the promos will be about main eventing WrestleMania. It won't, it, there will be personal stuff, but the personal stuff will be integrated with the WrestleMania of, of it all. That, that look, he's like, look, do you think this company looks at you any different than they looked at me differently? Like, where, where's your main event WrestleMania? Like, I've been gone 10 years and you haven't main evented one WrestleMania. The only WrestleMania you've ever main evented, you had to cash in to even be a part of. You weren't a factor. Like you, you had to insert yourself into it. The company didn't choose you. I mean, technically, the company chose him. You know, like Seth Rollins really doesn't have any power. <laughs> he went rogue. He booked himself into <laughs> yeah. that match. Yeah, but like, but but in storyline wise, it's like, where, where's your main event? Like, like where's the where, like, where's your main event where you get to walk down to the ring and they call you? And they say your name in the main event. Like, you haven't had that. Ten years I've been gone. What the fuck have you been doing? <laughs> you know? Talking trash online. <laughs> exactly. It's like, like there's so many entry points to this um, rivalry, to this feud, that it's like, it's, it's the one thing I'm not worried about. Like, I know everybody on the, online is like, can WWE fuck it up? Can they fumble it just like AEW fumbled stuff with CM Punk I don't think so I can't really think of anything they've fumbled lately or in a while lately no I can't think of anything either you know honestly the only fumble if you consider it a fumble to a certain degree is Roman Reigns long ass title reign after a certain point the fumble is that we know X Y and Z aren't gonna win yeah Especially if Cody Rhodes keeps talking about finishing the story and then looking at Roman Reigns on that one SmackDown, looking at him funny, like, hey, this ain't over, you know? I will say Jimmy turning on Jay was a big fumble, though. But then again, we wouldn't be getting this main event Jay Uso on Raw, so I mean, maybe it wasn't. It was a fumble for Jimmy. It wasn't a fumble for Jay. I think Jay right now is flourishing, and again... I can see Jey Uso winning the World Heavyweight Championship. I can see Jey Uso going into a program with CM Punk next year for the World Heavyweight Championship. Like, talk about, like, like I know Seth has been, you know, handing out title matches, you know. <laughs> to his friends. To his friends. Like, but, like, to me, I think CM Punk 
with a, with his name recognition, his star power, if Jey Uso beat CM Punk for the World Heavyweight title, I feel like that would mean a lot more than if Jey Uso beat Rollins. Tell me when I'm telling last. I'll tell you when you're telling truth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because, out of, like, think about it. Like, let's say that CM Punk at some point turns heel in his title run. Who you got over here? Main event Jey Uso. Mm. The Yeet Army. Yeet. <laughs> yeah. You know? And it'd be fitting for, for Jey Uso to, to win the World Heavyweight Championship and beat CM Punk, beat somebody to that level, you know? Like, they're not going to give him the Roman one, then let's give him Punk, you know? And I think CM Punk would gladly give it to Jay. Like, I think if anybody has earned a World Heavyweight Championship title run at this point, it's Jay Uso. Oh, absolutely. Main event Jay Uso. Since, the, since COVID, whenever he faced Roman, was it, I think, in a Hell in a Cell? Yeah, Hell in a Cell. Like, You're right. That moment solidified like to me that moment solidified this guy needs to be in a, in a main event program and then for like the next two years he was doing stuff with the bloodline yada 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 you know tag team stuff but in the back of my head i never forgot that jay uso was the first jay uso was the in that during that time when jimmy was injured jay uso was a main event player like we were even saying this at least i think i was like I wanted Jay. Like I think, feel like Jay should have been the one to beat Roman. That I felt that too. Storyline wise, more than Cody's, Jay Uso's felt felt more right. Cause let's let's run it back. Let's, let's run it, it back to 2020. Pandemic, Thunderdome, Hell in a Cell. Who cost Jay Uso the the win against Roman? Jimmy, because Jimmy got involved and and. Roman used that to get an advantage over over Jay. SummerSlam. Jay Uso versus Roman. Jimmy fucking cost it again, but this time on purpose. But like, like how to me it's like Jay Uso to me has always been the guy that should have beaten Roman. Like, like I love Cody. I think he's doing a great job. He should finish his story and win the universal title, whatever, whichever title he thinks that his father held. His dad never held either one of them. <laughs> like he's, he's never held the universal title or the, the new WWE World Heavyweight. Like it doesn't really matter. Like a, a championship at this point is just like symbolic. It's not really the title, you know. Like I don't even think Roman holds the the two bi- the two belts anymore. I think he just comes just out the with the one, the universal WWE title. Like that's it's not the WWE title that it that it used to be. No. So it's like, <laughs> at this point, it, that's just arbitrary. It's just, it's just, uh, doesn't really matter. But like, to me, Jey Uso, since day one, <laughs> should have been the one. I agree. You know, but you know, now we're living in a, in a, in a post Jey Uso Roman Reigns match world where, you know, uh, he didn't win, and now we gotta, we gotta endure this for another <laughs> couple of months. <laughs> Can we? Uh, I want to talk about Randy for a second. Let's talk about Randy. Let's talk about it. So, supposedly, we're getting this match at Royal Rumble Roman versus Randy. And I thought about this. Cody's story is winning the title, not beating Roman. We've talked about this. Yeah. What if Randy is the guy to beat Roman's 
title reign. Cody either wins the Rumble or, you know, he still gets to WrestleMania main event somehow. He could challenge Randy for the title. Yeah. In one of the main events. Think about that story. Beating your mentor and winning the title all in one night. Yeah. That I mean, could change everything. Because where does Roman go? Yeah. Where does, uh, you know, where does CM Punk fit into all this? Seth, if Seth is even champion still by then, because Drew could win on January 1st. So lots of things could change, but that kind of intrigued me a little bit. I was like, you know what? What if Roman doesn't make it to Mania as champion? Like, yeah. we, we've said this for years. Like, we thought maybe uh, Cody was going to be the one at this last WrestleMania. We thought, uh, who else did Roman <laughs> Who else did Roman face this year for LA Knight? Well, that was kind of an obvious one. Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn. <clears throat> um, there hasn't really been anybody like believable for a while until now. Yeah. So I, it's just something, something interesting to think about. Yeah, I think um, it's one of those things. It's it's hard because right now WWE is predictable in its booking, like, and that's not a bad thing. Like, we know what we're getting, and, we, and that's what we want. But sometimes it doesn't hurt to go a little bit off script. It doesn't hurt to call an audible and be like, let's give it to Randy. You know? I think it's time. You know? Because, to me at least, right now, WWE needs an oh my god moment that isn't like a return. That isn't a, uh, you know, yeah, that isn't just a return or something. You know? They need a holy shit. Did we just see Randy Orton beat Roman Reigns at Royal Rumble? Like punt kick right to the head. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like thinking about like all of the things in your mind. It's like, oh shit, like this truly does change where we go from here from WrestleMania. Like now we're now you're definitely cooking if you put the title on Randy. Because like you said, I love the – and this is what I was saying. Like if Cody is not in the title picture at WrestleMania, uh, Randy versus Cody match makes sense. Um, but even more so, the idea of Cody has to beat his mentor for the title that he wants to finish the story, that's even better. you know. So to me, I think I kind of want to see Randy and Cody. Like, we've already seen Rant, uh, Roman and uh, Cody. There's not a whole lot they can do to change what that match is going to be like, uh, you know, except Cody winning. That's basically it. But Randy and Cody, they've, been, they've teased it since Cody's come back, their, their connection between each other, you know. I think the way to go, too, like, and this is, and I know people are going to be like, no, it's Roman. It's got to be Roman. And like I've said, the story was never about Roman. It's always been about the title, regardless of who holds it. But if Randy holds it, there's a whole legacy Mm. of things you can use. You can talk about his time and legacy. You You can talk about how Cody left to make his own legacy. You know, and and Randy can pull that up. He's like, hey, you left to try to create your own legacy, and it failed. You know? There's so many things 
that Randy could bring up. And right, right now, Randy, this is prime Randy. Like, Randy on SmackDown, I was like, Randy's having fun with these promos. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Just think of the image of the main event, of one of the main events of WrestleMania, Randy and Cody. Cody winning, and Randy passing the torch. Finally passing that torch to Cody, along with the uh, the title. And just having like you know one of those emotional like moments at the end of the night with yeah. Fetty coming down, just it would just be so beautiful. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. That's that's where I want it to go. And if we can get there, if WWE has the cojones, the balls to fucking pull the trigger, they should do it. Because right now, anything with Roman. The second you announce it, I don't give a fuck. If I'm watching Randy and Roman right now, I'm not giving a fuck until Randy actually beats him. I'm like, oh shit! Like, because right now the the if okay, we go to Rumble. Let's say we go to the, let's say we're watching the Rumble right now, and I don't know. Let's just assume Punk is winning. Okay, okay, we kind of see it coming. Punk winning the the Rumble to go on to the main event. Other than that, what else are you excited about? That is genuinely like a shocking moment. Like, again, and I hate to go back all the way to the very first time that I, I watched my very first pay-per-view, but Elimination Chamber. I watched the Elimination Chamber. I watched the New Year's Revolution. See, see John Cena defending his title in the Elimination Chamber, and he gets bloodied up, but he somehow beats everybody to, to, to defy the odds. And then at the very end of it, Vince McMahon comes out. And he's like, Edge is cashing in his money in the bank briefcase. That was a holy shit moment. We haven't had a holy shit moment in a while that isn't, like I said, that isn't a return or a, a debut of somebody. I'm talking about like a holy shit moment. Like, did we just see this happen? Like, did we just see John Cena lose to Edge? Edge is the new champion. Holy shit, did Randy Orton just beat Roman? Did this just happen? This is how I book it. Do you book remember it. back in 2011? I think it was 2011. Punk and Orton had that match at WrestleMania. Yeah. Well, leading up to that match, Randy Orton single-handedly took out every single member of the Nexus by punting them. So there was no members. Nobody could interfere in their match at WrestleMania. That's what you do with this. You have Orton just punt anybody that's with the bloodline now, which I think is just Jimmy and Solo yeah. and Heyman. Do some, just do something like that. Then you know, like, okay, at least we think there's not going to be any interference. Everybody's been taken out by Randy. And then, like, I don't know, just something interesting like that, you know? Because you know there's going to be interference by the bloodline if, you know, they're not, they're not taken out. Yeah. So I would just just do something different. Yeah. Like, I'm excited. I'm still excited for it. Like, I'm excited for Randy. Like, this is the match that I've been looking forward to since Randy's been gone. It's the only one Roman really hasn't beaten, and not one-on-one. I think they've only had one match together, which was in 2014 at that SummerSlam. And Roman won, I believe. Yeah. But other than that, like, this is a different Roman, a different Randy. So, like, I'm still, I'm intrigued by it. But I hope they, like you said, I hope they pull something off that's different and not the same formula. Yeah. I think, um... I think, like you said, and like I've been saying, like 
They, WWE really needs to have like an oh my god moment. There hasn't been a lot of them as far as like in ring stuff. And we really need it. Like, I feel like Roman's time has come and gone. Like, at this point, you could announce tomorrow that Cody Rhodes is facing Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. I don't give a shit. Because guess what? Now the 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 um, the mentality is oh Cody is winning it Cody is gonna win it at WrestleMania this time he's not gonna lose it twice you know yeah and I mean it'd be sh- that would be shocking if Cody win against Roman Reigns again at WrestleMania and lost that would be shocking but if you announce that match right now to me I'm thinking Cody's winning I'm not that interested you announce that Randy Orton just beat Roman Reigns and Cody wants to face Randy at WrestleMania. I'm like, oh, shit. Now Cody could lose at WrestleMania, possibly. That's a better story to me. Yeah. Like, Cody and Roman is not... Like, even last year, like, I, I, I didn't even think it was that interesting to begin with anyway. Like, what history do they have together? Like, Cody and Randy, that's a story. Punk yeah. and Rollins, that's a story. Yeah. There's so much. Like, I think those are the two biggest matches you could do. I feel it, yeah. I agree, you know? Um, because, yeah, like I, like I said, like Roman, to me, has kind of lost, I want to say value, but like I said, like, he doesn't, he doesn't drive ticket sales. He doesn't, uh, like, I don't think anybody was like, oh, Roman's going to be in, at the SmackDown? I got to get my tickets. Like, no. Like, I'm pretty sure people were like, I already got tickets. Okay, cool. CM Punk? CM Punk's going to be in Smith? Oh, I got to get my tickets. Like, CM Punk's going to be at Raw? I got to get my tickets. We got to go see Raw. We got to go We gotta go to Raw. Hopefully he's at our Raw. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> I'm hoping. Because <laughs> we don't know. Like, he hasn't been advertised for this Raw. They might keep him off until January. Because there's going to be a bit of a, a lull these next couple of weeks with the holidays. So they might not be doing too many things like exciting or storyline wise storyline driven so who knows who knows but this will be the the second raw after the rumble yeah so it should be pretty pretty interesting yeah so at the very least he shows up the the raw after the rumble and he's like i'll make my decision next week (laughs) in st louis (laughs) hopefully hopefully better not fuck us again you know This is the third time you've missed St. Louis, CM Punk. <laughs> third time. Um, but yeah, like to me, it's, it's uh, like I said, like to me, Roman doesn't drive anything. Like he's, he's a part of the wheel. And right now, CM Punk is the monkey wrench. And he's creating all this buzz. So much so that CM Punk, uh, it was reported, I don't know who said it, but that when his career's over, when his in-ring career's over, he'd love to go down to NXT and help Shawn Michaels with NXT and, and help work with younger guys. He was at NXT basically all this week, you know, helping out people, giving people advice, you know. And I'm sure those people happily, happily took his took, advice. Look, if a guy like CM Punk is giving advice, and, and I think this is also the difference between, uh, I, get, I hate to say it, AW and, and, and WWE, is that the Performance Center is basically a school. You are working with Shawn Michaels. 
You're working with guys who have been to the top, that have done it all, that get reactions like nobody else. Of course you're going to take advice from Shawn Michaels, Triple H, CM Punk. When John Cena's there, I'm pretty sure people were asking John Cena for advice. Undertaker was there a couple of weeks ago. A couple Was it a couple months ago or a couple weeks ago? I don't know. Whichever one. I'm sure people were asking The Undertaker, hey, like, any advice? You know? Yeah. Now, whether they use it or not, that's a, that's a whole different thing. But to me, if Punk gives me advice, I'm, I'm implementing that advice just to see if it works or if I need to tweak it, you know? And I think that's the difference between WWE and AEW is that WWE has created a little bit of a school, essentially, system in NXT with the Performance Center that, yeah, like, and plus a lot of the people there aren't wrestling fans. Like, a lot of them are college athletes that decided to go to the the WWE route, so maybe they don't know everything under the sun, you know? They're not as cocky as, I don't know, Adam Page. who's like, I don't need advice. People down there want advice. And who better than CM Punk, who got WWE their biggest social moment of all time? The numbers don't lie, people. No. The numbers don't lie. Well, it's just like with any job. Like, when I first started my job, I had to work with somebody who I I didn't really like working with. He was, you know, he was an older guy. And, but my job was to listen and his job was to help me in any way he could. He might have been a dick about it, but <laughs> <laughs> eventually I came to understand, you know, he he's an older guy and just, he taught me in a certain way and I wouldn't be where I am today in my job if it wasn't for him. So I, you know, I listened to him, took his advice and I'm, I'm better off for it. Yeah. So it's just like anything in life. Exactly. It's not that hard to just, you know. <laughs> it's, not, it's not that hard to just listen. But, like, and it, to me, it's just funny that uh, CM Punk is down there. And, like, his focus, even when he was in AEW, was helping younger talent get over. We see it with Ricky Starks. But now we don't, honestly. And, you know, the, I don't know who said it. I'm not I'm not 100% sure who said it, but somebody said something to the fact of like I think AEW is trying to bury Ricky Starks, you know, because because of his relationship with 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 CM Punk and also FTR, it's like like if you look at it like the CM Punk loyal people they're not doing a whole lot with them. Even Ricky Starks who has the the AEW title, the tag team titles, they they, they really aren't doing that much with him, you know. And if you think about it, if that is true, and they are, like, burying these people, that's not going to look good for you. It's like at the end, you know, at the end of their contracts, if they feel like they aren't being used correctly or they feel like they should be doing more and they're underappreciated, they're not going to want to stay in your company. So you're going to be losing people. Yeah. When your company is not already not doing so hot right now. Exactly. And to me, I think... There's a, there's a lot to the CM Punk stuff in AEW that still exists, which is, I think, hilarious because wasn't it Mark Henry that was like, uh, like whenever CM Punk was gone, it's like, all right, well, let's see if the problems are still there. There's still problems, you know, visibly, like, and morale-wise, like, it's just like, 
a lot of people there aren't happy. Uh, this the, I I don't I can't remember the last time I watched the dynamite all the way through. Like sometimes I'm like, Ugh, I, don't Even, think- I feel like it, it, might, it might be worse now than it was when Punk was there. Yeah, it was. It is. You know, <laughs> like that's the thing. Like, like I, like I was excited to go to Dynamite a year ago. I haven't gotten a ticket for Collision. <laughs> I haven't even thought. I haven't even thought about. It. I was like, yeah, I'm gonna go to Collision. No, it's like, ah, no, I'm not going. Hey, when it's when a Saturday, Nate, when, so I ain't going. When Nate was like asking us if we wanted to go or whatever, I'm just thinking to myself, not a chance. I, I, I was gonna. I, I think I said sure. Yeah, why not? But then I wanted to reply to myself and be like, as long as you're paying, right? <laughs> I, right now, I'm not. I'm not paying to see. I'm right now. I'm not paying to not know who I'm seeing yeah. at Collision because I don't know who I'm getting. Am I going to get Christian? Is he not going to show up that week? I don't know. I need a father. You know, we all need a father. <laughs> we all need a father figure. So it's, to me, I don't know. It's interesting to me, too, that whenever I was watching Collision, the things that interested me were the things that CM Punk was producing because he was basically running Collision or basically kind of, like we know from CM Punk himself Back in the day when he was talking about about Paul Heyman and OVW, that when he went down to OVW, Paul Heyman taught him how to write for television. So we know that Punk knows how to write for television. And Collision was more interesting when Punk was running it. Now when you look at Collision, I'm like, what the fuck is going on over there? You guys got two extra hours and you still can't feature women? You still can't do all this other stuff? Like, What the fuck is going on? What are you doing? Somebody, a lot of people are sleeping over there. Exactly. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm pretty sure CM Punk didn't hit them with the GTS, bro. <laughs> you you, you would have thought. I'm just like, what the fuck is going on over there? You know? And again, this is, this is I, I want to say this is healthy criticism. To just be like, hey, go back to basics. Focus on storytelling. It, Stop focusing on the crazy dream matches that nobody these aren't anybody's dream matches except Tony Khan's dream matches, you know. Right. It's like I'm not gonna <laughs> I'm not this that'd be like if I bought a PS5, which I did, and said, guys, I'm about to reveal something huge for me. <laughs> I bought a PS5. <laughs> it doesn't affect any of you guys, but I bought a PS5. You're gonna be like, what the fuck? Do I get to play with the PS5? No. <laughs> you you get you got to deal with what I want to play on the PS5. And right now, Tony Khan is playing Road Rager or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's out of his he's out of his fucking mind right now. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't remember the last time I actually tuned in for a full episode of either one of those shows. Yeah. Like I'll see clips and stuff on Facebook or whatever, but I'm not sitting down for a whole show. It's been a while. And right now, I would I would say Raw is the more interesting show, which who would have thunk? Even it? for three hours. Even for three hours, some, yeah. t- some of these shows, it feels like they're flying by, actually, nowadays. Raw feels like it flies by pretty quick. And that wasn't the case a couple years ago. No. <laughs> Even when it was two hours, we were like, what the fuck? Like, is this two hours? <laughs> Wait, I haven't been here for four? <laughs> That's how it used to feel like. <laughs> so now it feels like it's going by a little bit quicker. Um... But yeah, I don't know, man. Like to me, <sighs> WWE right now is just 
going fully going on all cylinders. They're running all cylinders right now. They're running straight to WrestleMania. Yep. And to me, I don't think there's anything that could stop them right now. They've got all the momentum. Um, I think the funny thing is, in the past, since since CM Punk has returned, the last thing on my mind has been, can WWE control him? Or can WWE make sure that uh, another thing like what happened in AEW will happen? Like, can they prevent it? I haven't even thought about that. It's the last thing I've thought about, you know? Because I trust WWE. I trust that the people there are professional enough to to just get business done. Hell, I listened back to the interview with CM Punk and Cole Cabana where Punk didn't want to work with Ryback again. But Vince is like, this is what we want. And Punk's like, all right. So he went to Ryback and he's like, all right, let's... Let's make this work. Let's try to, you know, do it. You know, let's just get it done. Let's let's prove to these people that this isn't a mid card thing. And then Ryback throws him, <laughs> misses the table. <laughs> I was like, if CM Punk, who vehemently did not like Ryback before then, <laughs> and it's like, all right, fine, I'll do the Ryback thing, but I don't want to, but I'll do it. Dude, Ryback needs to chill. <laughs> yeah, saw that thing that I sent you like a few days ago. Like, yeah, he like wants to fucking kill CM Punk for some reason. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was he was even brought up in Seth's promo. He, he's like, he's like, you know what? I know everybody here knows this is your last chance. So like, clearly it's you know it's part of the story. Everybody in the back knows. Like, Phil, Phil, <laughs> if, you, if you mess this up. There ain't no going back. Like this, you're you're done. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it seems like it's been very positive since his return, even if it hasn't been. And there's been some people kind of like on the fence about it. I'm sure that will change if it hasn't already. But I guess mean, what? It ain't my fucking business. Exactly. If if I'm not working with Bunk, why do I care if he's here? Yeah. Awesome. He's here. Great. I'm not working with him. All right. Doesn't affect me. Now, if you're somebody like Seth or Roman, one of the top guys, then it should affect you a little bit because you know you are going to be working with him. Yeah. So I can understand that. But they also want to make money and they want to put something amazing on for the audience. So uh, I'm just... Here's the thing. They understand opportunity. CM Punk is opportunity for Roman, Seth, anybody. Dominic... Who's gonna be his first uh, uh, his first opponent uh, on these holiday tours, on these holiday shows, these next couple of weeks? Right now, who would have? If you were to ask me, who would you want to be going into twenty twenty three? Nobody in their right mind would have said Dominic Mysterio, except for me. <laughs> I'd have been like, "Give me Dom. He's working with Rhea. He's working with Finn Balor. Hell yeah." I'm sure I can learn a lot from Finn Balor. All right, let's do this. 2023 happens. He has one of the best matches at WrestleMania with his dad. One of the most talked about matches and one of the best buildups to a story. Son and uh, one of the best father-son uh, buildups to a match. 
that I've ever seen, if I've ever seen another one. I'll say, I don't think I've ever seen a father. Uh, son. Maybe Shane and Vince, but oh, that, yeah. that we, we weren't going to get any athleticism out of that. <laughs> I think that was kind of before I even started watching anyway. Yeah. Or if we did get Vince versus uh, versus uh, uh, Shane, it, w- it wasn't like in the ring. It was uh, Shane saying, I have bought WCW. Yeah. <laughs> That's about the it. Contract does say McMahon. <laughs> it doesn't say Vince. Um, but um, and then going into the year, just getting booze constantly, playing up the heel, working with Edge, working with who else has he worked with? Uh, Bad Bunny, like just working with all these people. If you were to, if you were to ask me, Randy Orton, he was his first. He was Randy's first match back. You know, you're telling me that Dominic. Ain't gonna be a future star. Like he is a star right now, but like in the future, even Randy went on in some during some interview and said how proud of Dominic he was. I think it was Logan Paul. Oh, it was okay. Yeah. Well, these people were requesting to work with him. I'm sure, like Cody Rhodes. Like it's just amazing to see where Dom is and like what he has become. Like he's just so good. Yeah, and he's only getting better. And I'm sure CM Punk. You know, as as funny as as he's been, like it's like I've been waiting to punch this kid since he was eight years old. <laughs> you know, long term booking <laughs> at his finest. I'm I'm sure you know. Um, I'm sure Punk, you know, and and Dominic when once they once they start working together, something's gonna rub off on on Dominic. You know, he's gonna learn something from Punk. Yeah. You know, and you know, Punk and Ray are pretty close, I think, and. By proxy, you know, Dom's involved with Punk now, so yeah, uh, it's going to be good. Yeah. So I, you know, and Dom we trust, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Needs to be a shirt. <laughs> and Dom we trust, yeah. Hell yeah. I'm going to, you know, when we go to Raw, I'll I'll make a shirt. And Dom we trust. <laughs> you ain't dirty unless you're dirty. <laughs> I don't know. I'll have to come up you with something. You ain't dirty coming. unless you're Dom. <laughs> <laughs> How dirty do you get? <laughs> dirty Dom. Dom. <laughs> Here's the other thing too with Punk back now, it makes Cody winning the Rumble less obvious. Yes. And how I would book the Rumble too is if if one of these two or both of these guys are going to main event Mania, I would have them as the last two because then you know for sure we don't know who's winning. But if you have like Cody in there with somebody else, it might be a little obvious. Or if Punk's in there with somebody else, I would have these two as the last guys because I think it would just be like the crowd would just be on their feet the whole time. Yeah, I see that. I believe that. I want that. I want it. Give it to me. Give it to me now. Give me what I want. Give me what I want. You know what I want. Give it to me. Give it to me. Did you do that again? God damn it. Check, check. Am I here? Yeah. Yeah, I got it. It was you. Wait, it's happening again, guys. Hold on. What do you do? Are we good? Hello? Hello? Okay, we're good. Sorry. Ah, damn. (laughs) Audio technical. Uh okay, um, <laughs> but but yeah, man. I think right now, um, this is the healthiest WWE has been, and they're thriving. And we're the, thriving. We're thriving. thriving. The fact that CM Punk is a big part of that. Who would have thunk? You know, who would have thought? It's just beautiful. You know, and again, I love the internet because they a bunch of doubters. They a bunch of haters. <laughs> Haters gonna hate. Haters gonna hate. We gotta hate. They hate us because they hate us. You know. <laughs> Fuck the haters. <laughs> they're fucking. They're mad. 
they're mad and I'm 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 here for it. I'm here. I'm I'm a punk fan. I'm unapologetically a punk fan. Will be mm-hmm. to the day I die. We all mm-hmm. like who we like. Doesn't matter. That's true. I'm sure there's some people out there that are that are Jack Perry fans. <laughs> I don't know where they are, but those two guys are probably <laughs> hanging out together. You know? And guys, let's just let's thank Jack Perry. Let's give him his flowers for doing the one thing no one ever thought would be possible, and that's taking CM Punk and and delivering him to WWE. Mm. You Amen. can when 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 they talk about and I'm not saying this is going to happen, but in the theoretical future, if they ever talk about the downfall of AEW, you can point to one man. <laughs> there's a couple, there's several men, but you can point to one man who was the final nail in that coffin, <laughs> and that man <laughs> was Jungle Boy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I love it. He changed the course of wrestling history. <laughs> he really did, dude. He sent Sam Punk packing to the big leagues to main event WrestleMania. That's talk talk about a a lateral move. Like that's just again, we talk about the biggest fumbles, the biggest fails in, in, in wrestling history. That's gonna that's gonna go down. That's gonna be a dark side of the ring. I forgot who said it. I think um I think Ace Steel did an interview, and he was uh, he was talking. Someone asked him about the brawl out, and uh, he said, uh, "If anybody can talk about it, it's my wife because she was there. I can't, but but I'm sure one day." And I think he said jokingly, "Like I'm sure one day, Dark Side of the Ring, it's gonna be one hell of a sh- it's gonna be one hell of an episode. <laughs> Might be a two parter, <laughs> brawl, brawl out, brawl in." You know, to I, be continued. I, I can't wait for CM Punk just to be a part of one of those WWE 24 documentaries, <sighs> dude. I'm, that's gonna be so good. Like just the the return of Survivor Series. That's oh yeah. that's documented. That's gonna be somewhere at some point. And they got cameras everywhere. Everything leading up to WrestleMania at Wrestle. Like you know, they do the uh, actually probably pretty soon. The 24 on this past WrestleMania is probably gonna be coming out. Yeah. So this WrestleMania 40 and about a year from then, Punk's going to be on that. It's just, it still blows my mind, dude. It blows my mind too, man. Because when Punk left, the WWE Network wasn't even a thing. Like they they were just starting, I think. I can't remember. I want to say it was a thing. Like they had just started it in 2013. I think it was no. I think it was twenty. It was twenty fourteen. It was February. I'm pretty sure it was February of twenty fourteen. Let's, let's so January. Punk left in January. Let's look it up. Let's see. It was the beginning of that year. I'm pretty sure. So I guess it could have been before Punk left, or not too long before he left. I don't remember. I could have swore it was January or February. When did the WWE Network start. Okay, WWE Network was launched on February 24th, 2014 in the United States. Boom. Okay, so, yeah. After after Punk, I think. Was it after? Yeah. Yeah, yeah January. Yeah, he left right mm. after the Rumble. Yeah. 
So yeah, the the network wasn't a thing when Punk left. Then crazy, you know. So yeah, there's a lot, and I mean, I know it's a meme right now, but it's true. Like, if there was ever a time to bring back the Broken Skull sessions, oh my god. So Punk, tell me about this Jack Perry kid. <laughs> Joe whoop his ass. Turn that son bitch sideways. Give me a hell yeah. Give me a hell yeah. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know why he became a... You want a beer? <laughs> you want a beer, Punk? <laughs> you want a lemonade? <laughs> I got lemonade. I got hard mox lemonade. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that would be one hell of an episode. Bro. Oh my God. It'd be hilarious. I'd be laughing my ass off. I'd be, ex- I'd do, I'd be so excited. That's com- That's coming, dude. It's got to com- be. Something. Something's got to be coming. I don't know when the last time he did one of those, but... Like, CM Punk has got to be doing an interview soon with somebody. I don't know who. Whether it's Logan Paul on his podcast, whether it's uh, Broken Skull Sessions on the network. Something. Give me something. Mm. You know? I want it. I want it now. It's coming. Give me what Probably I want. Probably not right away, but... <laughs> Give me what I want. Within the next six months, probably, to a year. It's got to be soon, you know? Especially with especially with Punk starting a program soon at, with the Rumble. Hopefully with Dom, this little mini feud up until the Rumble, possibly. I want it. Give it to me. Uh, I'm also glad that this match between Punk and Rollins isn't happening at the Rumble. Because, like, for a split second, when Punk was like, you know, let's make this official, I thought, like, in that contract that he signed was, like, a title match with him for the rumble but when he said entering the rumble i was like all right good yeah yeah i sighed i sighed a sigh of relief i was like oh okay he's, he's entering the rumble okay good good this makes sense let's, let's keep it rolling we don't we don't need this at the rumble you know this has got to have like a three four month build up however it's starting last week up until wrestlemania like that's a good build yeah exactly yeah that's what i'm talking about and to me I think, and we'll end it on on this topic. <sighs> CM Punk has just been great for business. Like when we end this year, think about the fact that his shirts, all of his merch, has made six figures on the night that he returned. I think is what they're saying. At this point. Has to be a hundred million views just on Twitter uh, for that for his return. Most social moment. He is driving up ratings for Raw and SmackDown on his two appearances, three appearances if you want to count this past week, which you should. But CM Punk right now for for those people who before I think whenever Collision started and everything was like he's not a draw. What kind of fucking world are you living in right now? He's not a draw. Even Eric Bischoff said that WWE bringing back CM Punk will be, already has been the most financially successful decision they've ever made. And it will be continuing in the long run. Yeah. For years to come at this point. Like, it's already paid dividends. At this point, it's already paid for itself, Mm -hmm. you know? So now they just need to reap the rewards and not fumble it like other people. <laughs> That's yeah. it. That's all they got to do, you know. So hopefully WWE doesn't fumble it. 
And, uh, you know, like I said before, punk is best for business, you know? And whether, you, whether you're someone in the back who doesn't like it, get over it. If you don't want punk there, guess what? Get over, get over, get far more over than CM Punk if you don't want him to be there. That's hard. That's hard to do. Exactly. Dude's been gone 10 years. Nobody has done it. Not even Roman Reigns. I'm sorry, Roman, but it's true. Like, for all the Roman lovers out there, for all them tribal, all them tribal chief fans, (laughs) (laughs) tribal bitches, (laughs) the tribal bitches, you know, for all them Seth Rollins fans, nobody's been able to do it. I'm sorry, but when I, when someone's name is chanted for 10 years, CM Punk, when his name is chanted for 10 years, that just speaks for itself. When Seth Rollins goes away, when Roman Reigns went away, ain't nobody was chanting Roman Reigns, you know? And that dude told everybody he had cancer, you know? Like, if, yeah. you, if you can't get over with cancer, I don't know. <laughs> like, that's, uh, that's not me trying to be a dick or anything, but that's just like, like you, you brought in the most personal thing you could possibly do. Bring up, you know, your real life health uh, thing, your real life health uh, was it disease? What I don't know. Was it leukemia? Yeah, leukemia. it was leukemia. I thought that was it. I was like, oh, well, that's the last time we see Roman. Like, I legitimately was like, sucks. You know, I was sad. I was like, oh well, you know, now people are gonna feel bad now that they didn't like him. Mm. You know, then <laughs> he came back and people still didn't like. Him. <laughs> exactly, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> he still came back. <laughs> There was that there was that period where they did like him for like a couple weeks because they're like, oh, he had cancer. And then, like clockwork, these wrestling fans who said it best, Jay, Ryan Danielson, they're fickle. <laughs> these they're fickle. <laughs> Finny fickle fickle. Uh, Finny fickle in a pickle, you know. And just like clockwork, they started booing him again <laughs> when he was still a face. It's like like at that point, it's like, look, if that can't help you get over, I don't know what can. Mm-hmm. The fact that CM Punk got over the way he did, made a connection with the fans. You know, like when we're long dead and gone, people in the history of wrestling, whoever's wrestling in the future, they're going to go look back and they're going to be like, there's only a couple men we can study from, from the 21st century. John Cena. CM Punk. How did these motherfuckers get over? Wasn't the wrestling moves. Like, I'm pretty sure Punk would tell you he wasn't the greatest wrestler. You know? Even then, back then. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll say this confidently. He wasn't the greatest wrestler. Like, the most technically gifted wrestler. But God damn it, did he fucking give his heart. You know, he, he did everything he could. And his life almost. And his life almost. See, John Cena. Not the greatest wrestler, not the most technically gifted wrestler. God damn it. If you didn't feel some kind of connection with John Cena, it's it, people are going to be studying that. Or before that, before that, Stone Cold. Stone Cold, the Not rock. the greatest wrestler, like he said, but there was something about these certain guys that people had a connection with. Yeah. Hulk Hogan. <laughs> For sure not the greatest wrestler. <laughs> Would he have that leg drop? Yeah, the... Yeah, that's all he's got. It's not like John. Um, he had the one move of doom. You know? <laughs> <It's>, 
<laughs> oh my god. Tell how it is, Tim. Tell it how it is. <laughs> You've never held back. <laughs> Don't hold back on me now. <laughs> Say it with your chest. Oh my god. <laughs> That dreaded leg drop, guys. <laughs> oh fuck! But uh, but the annals of history, when it's all said and done, when me, you, and our grandkids are dead, they're still going to be studying tapes from CM Punk, John Cena, guys that got over by creating a connection with the fans, because that's what it's about. Seth Rollins, Roman Reigns. Uh, we can go down a laundry list of people in the past ten years that have tried. Seth Rollins, he's had to do. Some extreme shit to do it. Like, and when you look at it, when you think about it, the most connection you can make with somebody is when you feel like a real person. Stone Cold Steve Austin felt like a real person. John Cena felt like a real person. CM Punk felt like a real person. You, you want to know why Seth Rollins isn't getting over it if you're a Seth Rollins fan? Because he doesn't feel like a real person. <laughs> oh, thank you, sir. Thank you for raising your hand. I'll answer. Because... He doesn't feel like a real person. His character—he's all character. And I know when people—I know we say here, build your character, but there's got to be a little bit of you in there. And I honestly don't believe that that this version of Seth Rollins that we had before CM Punk returned was Seth Rollins, the person. I feel like that's all a character. That's not really him, deep down. And. This, blast, this promo this past Monday, that was the real Seth Rollins. That was the most fire I've ever seen in him, ever. I want to watch that Seth Rollins. I would even say when he came out, like he was still doing his little dance. Still or doing whatever. his little dance. He, he shouldn't have done it. He needs to get rid of that. Like, he needs to get rid of especially it. Especially if he's going to do this with CM Punk. Like He needs to get rid of the silliness, the dancing. Uh, just He needs to, I don't know how else to put it, just be more serious about this thing because you know if i were cm punk i'd come out with a dance when seth Rollins, i feel like let's just say seth rollins is kind of promo whatever and then cm punk's music hits and cm punk comes out does just starts doing a dance and then uh and he gets in the ring seth rollins look at him looks at him like all weird and, and cm punk goes oh yeah i'm sorry did that look stupid yeah, because that's what it looks like every time I have to watch you come out. Like, <laughs> did that feel weird? Did that look unnatural? Yeah, like <laughs> you can he can make fun of Seth Rollins for for having pigeon toed feet. Like you know, I think that's what it's called, right? Like pigeon toed when like your feet kind of like go in. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that. I think that's right. So like, or you you can make fun of like he has basically two left feet. Like he's you're like you see that I can do that. All these people can dance with me. They can laugh with me. You, you want, it's like, you, you want to you, you sing my song, whatever city they're in? Let's just say they're in St. Louis. St. Louis, you want to sing my song? Go for it. That's all CM Punk has to do. Look in my... Well, that could be the catalyst for Seth, like, changing. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's why I was doing that. So that... The more Punk brings it up, the more Seth gets furious. The more you see the real Seth. Seeing Punk is pulling out the real Seth. That's what I want to see. The Seth that we saw on Monday, before, like, after he did the little fucking dance, when he was in the ring and he was looking at Punk, 
that's the most interested I've ever been in Seth Rollins in a while. That's who I want to see. You create a connection. He created a moment of connection when he said, this isn't your home. This is my home. I stayed. Blah, 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 blah. Mm. Like, I've, I've been fighting here. I've, I've been doing my best or whatever. I, f- I forget everything he said. But basically, the gist of it is, this is my home. That's the most interesting I've been in Seth Rollins in years. He didn't do. I don't think he did his little laugh at all, which is great. He did. He did his laugh at one point. I'm not. I'm not a hundred percent sure at what point, but there was a moment where. Oh, okay. Whenever, whenever Seth started talking about how it was CM Punk's last chance, and how he was going to expose him, he was like, ah, "I'm going to." He started doing his little laugh thing again, and I was like, "Ah, no, no, no!" I was like. Wrong move. Keep it serious. Keep it back to this. Like, you're you're going off over here. Stay here. Stay in the pocket. You're you were right there for a moment, and then for whatever fucking reason, you had to bring in this visionary Seth. We don't want visionary Seth Rollins because guess what? His vision ain't twenty twenty. His vision ain't great. <laughs> He's missing all these stop signs. He's running red lights. This. <laughs> well, they still got time. So the next time this happens, next time they come face to face, all he has to do. Come straight to the wing, the ring. Walk straight towards the ring. No dancing. Get right in Punk's face, and just, just no more bullshit. No more. Bo- exactly. That's that's all CM Punk has to say. No more bullshit. You say you say you want to expose me. Let me expose you. This isn't you. You know. And CM Punk, he can pull up a clip from NXT from whenever he went down there in twenty. Was it 2013? 2012. 2012, yeah. It's like, that's Seth Rollins right there. The man who said he was going to change the world, that he was going to be the best in the world. That's the real Seth Rollins. This Seth Rollins, he's content. He, he. I don't know. What, what's another word for, uh, uh, I'm trying to think of a good word. Like this, like this Seth Rollins, he caved. You know, you gave in to the machine. You said you were going to do it your own way. Instead, you became the machine. You are, I don't know. There's so many ways you can go about it, but basically the gist is, it's like CM Punk can be like, I know the Seth Rollins, and this ain't him. The real Seth Rollins tagged with me in 2012, told me that he was the future. Well, guess what, Seth? Ten years has gone by. We're in the future, and nobody's talking about you. No one is. No one is saying your name unless it's with. My name, CM Punk. No one has your name in their mouth unless it's CM Punk versus Seth Rollins. I love how invested we are in this story I know, already. I know. But We're like, like pitching ideas. But that's the thing. Like CM Punk could literally be like, and, and he can use the exact same verbiage he used to whenever he was talking about Triple H in, that, in Cole Cabana's podcast. He's like, for that WrestleMania match, he's like, I don't need you. You need me. Yeah. CM Punk literally tells Seth Rollins in the, for the main event of WrestleMania, he'd be like, look, I don't need you to be in the main event of WrestleMania. You need me. Boom. Drop the mic if I would, if I could, but I, don't, I have a really nice microphone. I don't want to drop it. But like, boom. Like that's, that's a pipe bomb. That's a pipe bomb. Book it. You don't, I don't need you. You need me. Dude. The story writes itself. It writes itself. I trust CM Punk to tell the story because he's a great storyteller. I trust Seth to tell it. 
That's all. This is going to light a fire under Seth. Like, Seth, there's already a fire lit under him. You could tell that in his promo. But just the continuation of this, it's just going to keep building and building. Seth is just going to explode. And he's he's going to become more serious. His song and dance is going to be over. And I'm just, I'm waiting. I'm waiting for that moment. Yeah. I'm waiting for it, too. And, uh, you know... <sighs> And this is where we'll end it, which is that a lot of people said that his promo sounded a lot like Adam Page's promo. Yeah. And I listened to that Busted Open episode, and I agreed with everything they said, which is, or with Dave LeGrec, I said, he said that uh, the the promo Adam Page cut, he went into business for himself, and they did no business with it. CM Punk, Seth Rollins, that promo, it's all business. They know what they're doing. It didn't come out of left field. They know what they're doing. They know what the fans, they know that the fans know what the deal is between these two guys. And if you don't know that moment on Raw, now you know. Simple as that. Yeah. Simple as that. And that's how it's done, folks. It is. That's how it's done. That's how it's done. You want to learn a crash course in professionalism and professional wrestling? Seth Rollins and CM Punk. There you go. Beautiful. Simple. That's how you create a story. It's it's easy. Guess what? They had a conversation. I bet you CM Punk and Seth Rollins sat down that Monday. And Seth Rollins was like, hey, I'm going to say some things. That I want to say. I want to get off my chest. And so Punk's like, all right. And literally, honestly, I honestly believe that this is what CM Punk said in the back. I'm not, I'm not, this is me just guessing. But if I had to guess, see, this is what CM Punk said in the back. All right, you get one, this is your one chance to say everything you want to say to me. And I'm not going to say anything. And Seth, he benefited from that. Yeah. You were going to say something. He took a shot. I was just going to say, you know, Punk was probably like, give me your best shot. Yeah. That's exactly what Seth did. And there's probably more to come. It's more, yeah. And especially on from Punk's side. Yeah. There's, there's going to be a lot. And again, I'm already, like you said, we're so invested in this already. Like, it's, it's ridiculous how invested we are. Like, at this point, like, like I, I'm counting down the days where we can purchase our WrestleMania tickets. Like, I'm ready. I'm ready to go to Philly. I'm ready to cheer CM Punk, whoever he faces. In the main yeah. event. The main event. Yes. The main event. Because at this point, not only does CM Punk, if anything, he's earned it. And I know people are going to be like, he's only been there a couple of weeks. He hasn't earned it. I'm sorry, guys. But like I said, if you can be as over as CM Punk, if you can drive the numbers that CM Punk can, then you should be in the main event. But if you can't, shut the fuck up. You know? Simple as that. Yeah. You know, I'm a photographer. If there's a better photographer out there that's that does better than me, yeah. Give him give him all the clients. Like I'll work my ass off. I'm I'm working my ass off. But like if there's another person out there that's better than me, I'm gonna shut my ass up. You know? I'm gonna shut my I'm gonna shut up and be like, yeah, that guy, he's there. Because he he drives numbers. He does you know, he does great things. Like I can't deny it. 
unless I'm better than him at some point, I can't say shit. And then when it comes to Seth Rollins, that dude's been there for 10 years. He's been looked over. He's been the workhorse, you know. And I know people are like, Oscar, you're saying nice things about Seth. I am a fan of Seth Rollins. But in this program, unfortunately, he's on the side. Of, he's on the opposite side of CM Punk. So I got the battle lines have uh, been drawn, buddy. The line in the sand has been drawn, and the <laughs> and the name on my side says CM Punk. <laughs> oh man, it says CM Punk with an arrow pointing this way because I'm. But dude, <laughs> dude, the atmosphere in that match is going to be insane. Like it's just going to be crazy, and yeah, like. And the story is just already so good. But like you said, yeah, CM Punk definitely deserves this main event. Finally deserves it. Seth especially deserves it. Busting his ass for years, even before Punk left. Um, but yeah, I just... I'm ready for this. Uh, there's something else I got to say. Uh, uh, hold on, hold on. I'm trying to get my train of thought back. Uh. <laughs> Well, we do. thought we thought WrestleMania 40 was going to be the. We already thought before Punk was going to come back, like it's going to be huge WrestleMania. Now with Punk here, this he's he's already he's already making it the biggest WrestleMania. Yeah, of all time. It, this is already the biggest WrestleMania of our lifetimes that I've known of. Yeah. Like I can't think of one. Like WrestleMania 30 was the one match was big, but that was it. Like it was the Daniel Bryan match. WrestleMania 40 will be the first WrestleMania that I've ever seen where I'm like, I think every match that they announce is going to be a banger. Like, if we're right, whichever way it, whichever way we go with Randy and Seth and Roman and Cody and Punk, whichever, wherever the chips fall, you know, whether it's Randy and Cody or Cody and Roman, whether it's Punk and Roman Punk and Seth. It's going to be the biggest WrestleMania of all time. It's going to be huge. It's already... People are already talking about it. People have looked past the Rumble. That's how big this WrestleMania is. Usually, people are like, let's get to the Rumble. Let's see what's going to happen. People are like, fuck the Rumble. (laughs) That's insane, dude. You know? Let's get to Mania. (laughs) Let's get to Philly. (laughs) Oh, that's crazy. So, people are like, I'm buying my ticket now. It's just ridiculous. Like, yeah. WrestleMania 30 was more like the moments. Like, you had Rock, Austin, and Hogan in the ring together. You had Taker Streak ending. And then you had the Daniel Bryan stuff. Yeah. But, like, this is going to be all... This will be about moments and, like, matches all together. Like, it's all just going to... It's going to be amazing. It's that big fight feel. Mm. The, I, I, think, I think JBL said that. Like, this has a big fight feel. Like every, I feel I feel like every match going into Mania is going to have something personal about it, whether it's fabricated for storyline or whether it's real. You know, I'm sure. And like, look, and we'll say this to be uh, to show how much WWE is professional in that Cody Rhodes and Seth Rollins, they don't really like each other. And I think Cody has said that, and, and Rollins has basically said it too. He's like, look, we're friendly, but we're not friends. We don't really like each other. We're, you know, uh, Seth thinks that Cody took his spot when Cody returned. Like, there's, there's real, like, there's real life things to that. Like, you know, 
And I'm sure recently they've been working together. I'm sure they're fine now. And I'm sure once uh, this program with CM Punk starts with Seth, they'll be fine afterwards. Oh, yeah. You know? I mean, we've seen Punk, or not Punk, uh, Cody and Seth, like, on screen together, you know, shaking hands and hugging or whatever. Whether that's a work or not, I don't think it is. Like, I'm sure that's true, like, genuine, like, respect there. Yeah. And I'm sure, like you just said, it'll be the same at the end of the day with Punk and Rollins. And that's, yeah, like, and to me, there's a there's a line in, in uh, Seth's promo when, and I think Bully Ray pointed it out, and I also thought of it whenever Seth said it, which is, I'm going to wrestle circles around you. Bully took that as in, look, everything else, the winning, like, that's storyline. Like, I don't have any choice in who wins. But I'm gonna out wrestle you. To me, I took that as a. If you're not gonna show up, and be your absolute best, don't bother showing up. And I think CM Punk took that as a. All right, I'm showing up. I mean, you Seth is one. It's no argument. Seth is one of the <clears throat> best. So uh, you know you're gonna bring Punk back and put him in there with Seth. Like you, there's a lot of confidence there. Punk, I'm, not, I'm not saying Punk was ever bad to begin with. Like. And his AEW matches were always great, but now you're back in WWE against one of the best wrestlers in the world, like hands down. Like it, it's gonna be, it's gonna be really good stuff. Yeah. So at this point, I don't want to say it's a foregone conclusion, but like we said, this is gonna be the best WrestleMania. Like we thought this past year's WrestleMania was great. I feel like this one is already. We're in December. We're already like this is going to top this past year's. Oh, for sure. You know, like this will be the one that me and you will be talking about to our grandchildren. If I ever have children to begin with, <laughs> if I ever have kids first and they have kids, we can talk to my kids, you know, but yeah, you know, if th- this will be the one that we talk about when we're old, you know, when we're in that retirement home and we're like, oh, back in my day. Sam Bunk, Seth Rollins, Cody Rhodes, Roman Reigns, Randy Orton. Who knows? Maybe it'll be a triple threat. Who the fuck Ooh. knows? Wait, you want to see pictures and videos? I don't know how to work this thing anymore, but oh. here you go. Here, let me let me pull up my photos on my ice screen. <laughs> Literally, it'll be an ice screen. Like it'll. <laughs> oh my god! Like it'll be crazy. Like how much technology will be integrated? But like, yeah, like we'll be pulling up photos from back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> oh man oh man it's gonna be i don't know i'm already ready right can't wait man you know i'm ready yeah let's do this let's do it let's go let's go let's go for show for show <laughs> for show for show my bow <laughs> i don't know <laughs> tumulty present <laughs> oh man <laughs> will i will i wonk a <laughs> they asked he was in the, he was in uh he was doing press for Willy Wonka and, uh, and someone asked him what would the substitute teacher call Willy Wonka and he said will I cuz you like he's like it's lie will I wonka <laughs> will I will I wonka <laughs> oh my god oh man all right guys we have uh we have gotten to that point of the episode <laughs> where we've lost it <laughs> we've lost it my dog's being a bitch <laughs> Literally. Hey, Oliver, go to bed.
It's bad to come. <laughs> You've listened to me scold my dog. <laughs> you know what that means. <laughs> Tell us what it means. Oh. You're not going to scold me, are you? <laughs> no, I would never scold you. Good. Unless it was in front of your kid. Even yeah, if you I did, I'd probably just take it. Yeah, it's because you're a bitch. <laughs> you're not the only one, Oliver. <laughs> you in the doghouse now. Shit. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode of Wrestling with Stooges. We hope you guys had a fun time with us. I know I had a fun time talking about this week's wrestling. Um, if you guys want us to cover more than just WWE, because right now we cover a little bit of AEW. We don't cover it a lot. Really, when we talk about AEW, it's only <laughs> it's it's only in the, in, the, in, in the past tense when it comes to CM Punk. <laughs> We really don't talk about anything present unless it's like Adam Cole or MJF related. But if you really, 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 really want us to talk about AEW, well, there's only one way to do that. Leave us a five-star rating. Leave a comment telling us that you want us to talk about AEW. Otherwise, guess what? No AEW on this program. Nope. Unless unless it's to bring up how they fumbled CM Punk, how they've uh, dropped the ball on a lot of things lately. You know, other than that, that's all I got for you guys. We're not we're not gonna cover at this point, I'm sorry if you're an AW fan. I was an AW fan. Right now it's it's wavering. My my AW fandomness is wavering. Mm-hmm. You know, it's hard to get through an episode of Dynamite Collision, whatever. So if you really want us to cover that shit, gotta leave a comment. Gotta leave a rating. Otherwise not a one star. Not a one star rating. Not a one star rating. Five star rating. And a comment. There's a stooge out there leaving us a one-star rating. There is a stooge out there. I bet you it's your father. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, Christian? (laughs) Christian Cage? Christian Cage listens to this. He's like, those fucking marks. (laughs) They need fathers. I'm going to leave them a (laughs) one-star. They get a two-star when they pick things up. Here's your reality. You're getting one star. (laughs) No. uh, But yeah, if you guys want us to cover more of AW, then you got to leave a comment. You got to let us know that you want more AW on this programming. We'll cover it, but you got to leave a comment. You got to leave a rating. If you don't, we're just going to focus on the on the good stuff. We don't want to. We don't. That's the thing. We don't want to talk trash on AW, you know, unless it's unless it's when it comes to CM Punk. That's the only time we love all wrestling. We love all wrestling. I love Impact Wrestling, you know, but, you know. I can't watch it. I don't, I don't even think I have the channel to watch it. So it's like I can't really cover it. You know? Yeah. I can I can watch clips. I can't tell you what's going on. I like the clips that I see, but I can't tell you what's going on. You're going to have to like follow along with whatever the stories are. Yeah. So. But WWE, I get that. So <laughs> you're going to you're going to get us talking mostly about WWE and so like I said, if you want us to cover any more than just WWE, leave, leave us a five-star rating, subscribe to the podcast. Leave a comment letting us know do you want us to talk about AEW. But at the same time, I don't want to talk negatively about them. Because if if we have to talk about AEW, it's going to be a lot of uh, what they're not doing right. Yeah. And uh, I'd rather keep it positive and, and uh, you know, talk about WWE and how well they're doing, you know. Most importantly, we do want to hear from you. Yes, what, we do. what can we do better? What can we improve on? You know, we want to know who's listening. Who's listening out there? Who are the people out there listening? Because we got listeners. I was looking at our uh, 
at our uh, metrics. And we've got a couple of listeners out there. We've we've been growing a little bit, so we know we know you're out there. I think it's time to reveal yourselves. <laughs> Come out of the shadows. Come out of the closet. <laughs> Show yourself. <laughs> Who's the higher power? <laughs> Tell us, tell us who you are. You know, we'll shout you out if if you uh, if you decide to leave a comment. We'll shout you out on the pod. What better Christmas present could you have asked for? Exactly, you get shouted out on the Stooges. Exactly. So if you're listening to this, it's a it's a it's a nice Monday morning. You're commuting to work. You're getting ready for the holidays. You're getting ready for Monday Night Raw. Give us a five star. Subscribe. Leave a comment. And as we always say here on Wrestling with Stooges, Stooges out. out.